Yo, what's poppin'? It's the Hyphen, and welcome back to another episode. Today's special guest is a super dope podcaster, has interviewed some of the biggest names across many different genres, from sports to music, travelers, lifestyle, coaches, everything you can imagine. Today's special guest, Pete Kotzbach, and his podcast is The Travel Wins. How you doing, bro? Doing great, buddy. Thanks for having me over. We met on the Monster Yacht Party. Uh, I am a wanderer. When I'm yeah. out at social events, and especially when I'm intoxicated, <laughs> I like to like I don't like to stay with just my group. I like to like yeah. talk to these people and that people, and I'll oftentimes just leave my group um, or whoever I went with because I just like to meet new people. Yeah. And so I was just wandering and getting a drink, and I was at the what at the top somewhere, and then you were at a table, and then we just started talking. Yeah. And then like. Oh, uh, what do you do? Oh, I, uh, I do this, this, that, podcasting. Oh, what? I podcast. And then it just turned into that. And then uh, me being involved in the skateboard industry, yeah. you told me about a guest that you had on your podcast, Kanye Sesser. Shouts out to Kanye Sesser. She's so okay. dope. Yeah. One of the dopest human beings yeah, I know. Awesome. And uh, you were like, you got to meet her. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, she was born with no legs. She was abandoned on the side of a road. Crazy powerful story. But uh, she acts, models, and she skates. From there, we became friends. Yeah. Got her on the podcast. She introduced me to her people. And I was like, man, like, thank you guy, yeah. for connecting me to Kanye, telling me about her. And uh, you gave me a lot of good advice that day, too, which I greatly appreciated. So I just thank you for the good vibes. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, pointing me in the right direction for some good connections. And uh, yeah, man, how you been? And How's everything with you? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, man. I it's just... been like six months since I seen you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's interesting because on you're, you're very active on social mm -hmm. so i feel like yeah we see each we other, see we, each other yeah. we see each other on social yeah. yeah um yeah and you're constantly doing your podcast every week at least right yeah once it, a week it is once a week what days do you drop on usually mondays we're gonna get into how you started that but i know that it came from what you do outside of podcasting yeah which is break down the the western outfit stuff no i sell cowboy boots jeans shirts to all the uh, western retail stores in california and hawaii Cowboy boots. Yeah. You know, exotics from ostrich to hippopotamus. To, oh, wow. To shark to caiman to peruku. That's crazy. Uh, and then just regular leather boots and then and some casual shoes, okay. sandals. And then uh, the, the shirts. Uh, we sell, so we sell dresses. And it seems like the, the Western industry is typically about a year, year and a half behind fashion, you know, mainstream okay. fashion. So we tend to get colors and styles a little bit later. Okay. But yeah, so I go out and four times a year, I go out and see all my stores in those states. So what's the company? Uh, Stetson. Stetson. Okay. Which, and so, Roper. So that those are the and brands. Tomorrow. Yeah. And then you guys sell to a bunch of different Western stores. Yeah, yeah. So like my, my largest account is Boot Barn. Okay. They have 350 plus stores nationwide. Wow. Um, like I think 52 in California alone. What got you into that? How did you get involved oh, with, with that? Boy. Uh, I was in commercial real estate before that. Okay. And then in 2008, 2009, when they... When the recession hit? When they the just destroyed crashed. the yeah. real estate market? Yeah. Yeah, it just disappeared. I worked for a commercial real estate developer. So we mm. were building office buildings and warehouses. And it was literally, like, it was off 98% yeah. in Southern California. So um, my brother-in-law works for the company that I work for now. And he's like, you should start selling clothing. And I'm like... I don't know anything about clothes. Yeah. Like I saw. By the way, why did he suggest that? Just because he had a connection or just like. He, he worked for, he works for the company. Oh, okay. So he's like, oh, I can get you yeah. in. Yeah. Well, he was like, he goes, I can get you in, but you have to do the work. Of course. And uh, so I, I didn't know anything about Western clothing. And I was like, all right, well, 
got to eat, got to feed my kids. Yeah. You know, so amazing what you do. And then I actually started out in a, uh, repping a mixed martial arts line called One More Round. Okay. Because uh, I knew a lot of the, the some, well, not a lot, but some of the fighters and all that. How did you know the fighters? Uh, training in uh, at the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. So, so you Academy. you do Jiu-Jitsu? I did. Did, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't Sick. claim it anymore. But no. yeah. <laughs> what was uh, the last time you maybe About sparred or did something? Three years ago. Oh, so not even that long ago. No, no, but I mean, I don't do it now. So yeah, people yeah, yeah. ask me and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. But you, uh, how far did you take it? Like how, how involved? Got right up to the purple belt. Oh, okay. So, Sick. Yeah. And so then you got to know quite a few fighters. Yeah. And you started working with a fighting uh, clothing brand. Yeah, yeah. And so I was going out and then for the Western clothing companies, uh, he was sending me out to rodeos. So I was literally traveling to Columbus, Ohio. I went to uh, Pueblo, Colorado. I went to Pendleton, Oregon. Um Gillette, Wyoming, all these places for rodeos, and I would work the rodeos and, and get to know the product better. And so, then, so what would you do at the rodeos? Sell. So, but like, like, would, did you have a booth? Yeah, you, yeah, we'd set up a booth. Oh, wow. And then, like, uh, in Columbus, Ohio, I was there for 23 days. So you're, you're working 23 straight days. This is a whole new world to you. Yeah. That's not something that you or your family were into prior no. to you getting involved. Not at all. Um, Sales, but... Thanks. Right, but, but the, the, the Western vibe, the rodeos, like all that stuff, that you'd like start to enjoy it. Definitely enjoyed it. Um, the one thing I can tell you about the Western industry across the board is the people are nice. Oh, that's awesome. You know what I mean? In, in commercial real estate, it's a little more cutthroat. Yeah. I mean, I had people in my own built company backstabbing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. I mean, you can appreciate that. Oh, the music industry is the worst. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about the worst, but it's close, right? Commercial yeah. real estate's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Any of the ones where it's like big money now type yeah, of vibe, yeah. it's like, it's yeah. very grimy. Yeah. You would sit on the phone and, and cover your, because you don't want people to hear. You don't want your your competitors who are your, it's work, your coworkers, yeah, coworkers to hear who you're talking to. <laughs> they try to snake you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And um, so in this industry, in the Western industry, it, for, I'm trying to say, I haven't had too many bad people. Wow. I mean, it's been over a decade. That's amazing. And people are just nice, you know, so it's cool. Yeah, it's man. Good vibe. That's like such a, a rare thing across many industries. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, a lot of them are definitely cutthroat. A lot of them are very like, look out for me, forget you. Yeah. I only help you once I can get what I need from you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's very refreshing when you get to be around good people. That's been the best part of, of, of yeah. what I do. I'd rather take the long road with good people than to try to like take the faster road with a bunch of people that are insincere, grimy, and that'll just like snake you, snake others, and just take advantage of people. Like I don't like that vibe. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's it's not cool. So that's that's awesome, man. That must bring like a lot of like internal peace when you're doing what you do. Well, and it, it, I feel like it's brought the same vibe to my podcast. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's why I've had some of the phenomenal guests that I've had. Going to these rodeos, going selling this gear. You still didn't have a podcast yet. No, no, and. No. How long did it take for you to kind of get your podcast going from that point? I didn't know anything about podcasts five years ago. Oh, okay. So you're relatively new to the game. Nothing. Like, I had heard of them, but I hadn't. Like, I knew Joe, Joe Rogan had a podcast. Right, right. But, so I had a friend that I met online, and he was in London, England. And he started a po He had a podcast. And he's like, hey, our first episode, me and my buddy, we're going to do it. And they were just sat and talked like this. Yeah. Just about anything. Right. And I'm like, all right. So I listened to it and I, and right at the end of the podcast, he started talking about MMA, mixed martial arts. Yeah. And Which you like, were already a fan of. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
he started really getting like you could he went well yeah this is great we're moving and all of a sudden he started talking about mma and he's like man if you watch it da, 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 and you could just hear him light the, up the excitement yeah. so i dm'd him right after the show man i go hey great show it was cool listening to a podcast of somebody i know and he goes i go have you ever thought about talking about mixed martial arts instead like just mma he goes oh, i have but i i'm kind of nervous about it because you know mma isn't that big as big in london mm. and i go dude you you light up when you talk about it. Yeah, and he goes, "All right," and so he did, and uh, he ended up going. Uh, he had his own podcast, and he was going to fights on wow. press passes and all that. Wow. So he was going to fr fights for free. Yeah, and interviewing the fighters and the, the the ring girls and all that. So he was just like in heaven. Yeah, and he's like, "You used to start an MMA podcast." I'm like, "I don't want to talk to just MMA people. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to talk to pretty much whoever I want." So to. you. It quickly piqued your interest, though, about yeah. you doing a podcast. Yeah. Well, I, when you meet somebody that goes, and he does it, and you're like, well, if he can do it, I could do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, because I asked him, I go, how are you doing it? And he goes, and he tells me, I'm like, I think I could do that. Yeah. And now at this point, you are traveling a lot with your yeah. job. Yeah. And did you feel now, just, just at the start of this idea of you doing a podcast, who were, what was your thought about like, oh, I can get these people on or I should interview these yeah. people. Like, like what was the immediate thought about who you could talk to? My immediate thought was I want to talk to other business travelers and it, because I ended up finding out that that's pretty much who I was meeting. Right. Other people while I'm on the road or people I work with or whatever. So I'm like. That are traveling so, for, on behalf of their businesses, for their, yeah. for their, their companies at their And part. so I was like, man, if I could, I made a list of all the friends that I thought I could get on the show. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, ah, he might do it. Yeah, he might do it. He yeah. might do it. Hey, he might do it. She might do it. And I, re I started reaching out to him. And, and like my first guest was Hunter Cure. He's a, a two-time world champ steer wrestler, cowboy. Oh, wow. And so I've known him for since we started the business. And I said, hey, Hunter, would, would you? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. I'm like, really? He's like, okay. Now, these, the, this list that you start making. Yeah. Um, were they predominantly people that were a part of the uh, Western culture? Or no, Mo, uh, the or, first two were okay. Um, just because that, I mean, I, I I knew him. Yeah, and like so, I was very fortunate. Hunt, Hunter's world champ. Yeah, I mean, start start out the bat. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. He came champ. out swinging. Yeah, but and and when you talk to him, if you met him, you would never know he's a world champ. He doesn't. Talk, he's like I don't. It's a whatever. He goes, he's chill yeah. in real life. Like, like and then my second guess was, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Cowboy Troy. Troy Coleman, he's a country western singer, six foot five black man, who sings with Big and Rich, and uh, and he he's he's given me a lot of tips. He's a friend of mine, so like I I hey, how do I do this? How do I do that? Yeah. So he was my second guest. So wow, let's get into kind of the process behind the scenes before you start doing these shows. Yeah. Uh, you have a family. Yeah, yeah. What did they think about you starting a podcast? Uh, my wife was like, okay. You know, another <laughs> hobby, you know. I, I always tell people, it's like people go have, have their bowling league. Right. Uh, people go fishing. Yeah. People go dirt biking. People go hiking. Mm -hmm. This is my hiking. This is my dirt biking. So. That's sick. If I got to have a hobby, you know. That's that's a great way to put it. I mean, that's, and that's how it kind of got started. It was like, okay, you know, I didn't set out to do this once a week. You know, and I don't think I did originally. I'd have to go back. But yeah, I mean, it's like. All right, let me let me see what this is. And my daughters, who are, I'm going to be a grandpa in four months. 
Wow. So that's a little different. But uh, <laughs> I'd how do you feel about that? Uh, you... Oh, it's awesome. Oh, sick. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So my youngest daughter, who has more tech tech experience, mm-hmm. I'd literally would call her up and say, hey, I want to start a podcast. And she's like, why? You know. <laughs> and I, I go, I go. Here's what I here's what I need. Find it for me. You know, find me the program to edit soft. You know, mm-hmm. I need to edit audio. I need to record off my phone. I need to. Yeah. I need a, a, a platform for. So for she releasing it up. everything. Oh, yeah. she, wow, she she really helped you out. Oh yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Huge. And and so yeah, and she actually designed my first website. What? Because she had a little sick. bit of experience, and uh, in high school, she took a, a web design. Web design. And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Were they doing anything with computers besides the web design class in high school? Or my youngest, it, it was definitely more tech. She she likes music, so she okay. would write music. Oh wow! She actually um, she started the the recording of my my theme song. Oh, and that's sick! I, that's I had, awesome. I had a guest help me out with it. That's Steve, dope. Steve Stevens. Um, yeah, so she wrote her own music. She did all of her own. Yeah, you know. So I bought her mic when she was in college and did all that. That's sick. She had a a, a, a social media background. Okay, so dope. she helped out. That's amazing. So yeah. then now your family's supportive. Yeah, they help you out. You're uh, you start to kind of learn the fundamentals of what you need to do. Now, are they continuing to help on the behind the scenes stuff, or they teach you and then you're like, okay, now now I'll do it. Yeah, I, yeah. Once they once they show me, yeah, because they have their own lives. You're I mean, right, right. You know? Um, my younger daughter worked for very famous people and helped them on their social media and did that kind oh, of wow. stuff. And, uh, so she, she would help me out and yeah. on certain things. My older daughter was just supportive. Um, she's in real estate, so they're all busy. Have they, uh, jumping forward a little bit, have they ever brought you any guests? No, they should though. Yeah. Yeah. You should, you should, you should pull that in. Like, Hey, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I kind of helped raise you. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring me some guests. <laughs> I, I, I don't, um, and I, when I say very famous people, I mean the most famous. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, I would never, I don't know. I don't do that. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe one day if there's an opportunity. I'd rather get them on my own. You know what I mean? That's dope. And yeah. then if, if we end up meeting, I'd be like, hey, my daughter worked for you. Yeah. <laughs> what? How did you feel? Like, what was the excitement level for you being like, oh, like I got some episodes done. Was it instantly like you got the bug to like, oh man, I definitely want to keep this consistently. No, or, it, was, it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, for one, I'd never heard my own voice. Oh, that's so weird when in the beginning it's when you first bizarre. yeah. And I had some of my some of my guests, and even now, have never been interviewed. Oh wow! So they they always get back to me. They go, God, I sound so weird on the recording. <laughs> I go, How do I sound? They go, You sound like you. And I go, Flip and reverse it. That's how I feel. Do you have like a lot more bass that you hear for yourself because of everything uh, reverberating uh, inside? So like yeah. everything sounds deeper, everything sounds more full, but when you hear yourself, it sounds very thin, like sounding wise, like you sound like a higher pitched, uh, so people get weirded out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the weirdest part. And then, you know, editing, you know, learning how to edit audio yeah. and peaks and learning about dis- mic distance. Right. Because I, when I first started, I would start going like this and I'd be talking like this and I'd be... I mean, yeah. Oh, got to come back yeah, here. That's yeah. the worst, man. It's you know what? Worst. It's the worst too. Is like I mean, the hip hop. We're like so many music performers do that. Yeah. And like they're like looking at the crowd, and then they start doing this, and then it's like, bro, hold the mic in I front of your you mouth. Right here. Yeah. Just keep it wherever your head. Uh, that's why I tell people wherever your head goes, keep the mic with you. I'll give you a podcast tip. You ready? Yeah. So my first many episodes was with my phone, and I my daughter found a program where you could record your phone calls. Oh, okay. So they were all phone calls in the beginning. They were all phone calls. Wow. All of them. 
and the problem I ran into, I was using the Apple white, the Ear, Airbus, yeah, yeah, not yeah. the Airbus, oh, okay. but the, 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 the rope, yeah. or, you know, the, the one that comes with the phone. Right. With the little built-in uh, yeah, mic. mic. That mm -hmm. was, that's what I used for like a hundred plus episodes. Wow. And, and then I would have to take the audio off my phone, put it onto my Dropbox on my phone, then go to my computer, download the audio file from my Dropbox, and then put it back in. Yeah. You can imagine audio gets, you know, get you degrade the, 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 the quality, quality yeah. after transferring it so many times. But I was having the same problem. So the, the mics were, was down here, right? Right. So, and then I'd turn, and it would ruffle, and they'd hear noise. Oh, uh, on the shirt. And so stuff, for yeah. like 80 episodes, what I would do, and whenever I would travel, I would take the cord and take scotch tape and tape it to my face. Yeah. So if you had any video of me in my first 80, 80 plus episodes, you would see scotch tape. <laughs> so the mic would stay right here so it would be at least consistent. Yeah. That's, I mean, hey, making So I'm it talking work. to Grammy Award winners with scotch tape on my face <laughs> and they never knew it. But it was audio only, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you could even be without pants and they won't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> when people have an idea and they don't wait for like the perfect moment or for the perfect gear or for, you know, waiting for things to be like, oh, I can't do it yet because I don't have a mic or I can't do it yet because I don't have a recorder. I can't, like people find too many excuses to not start something that catches their interest. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that ends up being like the reason why a lot of people end up never even pursuing a hobby or a dream or a, a passion. It's uh, they just overthink. It's like, just do it. Just do it, and then over time, you can find ways to improve the quality of the whatever. Um, you'll get better at it, et cetera. But like, yeah, you didn't have any gear. You literally just used your phone, yep. and then you taped the the cable to your face. Oh, dude, I, I, I had two episodes that I recorded while I was traveling because I could be remote. Now I can't because I have mics and cameras and all that. Right. I was in my car in San Diego talking to a NASCAR driver, Jesse wow. Awuji. And I was excited. I mean, he was in the Navy, and he's, he's African-American driving a NASCAR, and I was ec ecstatic to talk to him. And But we were running late, and all of a sudden, I'm like, well, we got to do it now. His his agent calls me and says, hey, he can do it now. I'm like, okay. I pull off the off the freeway on some side street in San Diego, and I'm like, I don't want any noise, so I had to roll up a little. Well, it's 85 degrees outside. Oh, and you don't want the AC on because that's too loud. Too loud. So I'm in a hot box. A hot box. <laughs> I got the you know I got the the tape going. I was sweat dripping. Yeah, sweating talking to Jesse, and he never knew it. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, at least you were um, aware enough to like making sure that you try to preserve the, as much of the audio yeah. quality as you could. Because I knew if I didn't do it then, I'd in post it'd be terrible. Oh I mean, yeah, I'd man. spend more. I'd spend four hours in post and it, trying and to clean up the like, audio. Like if it sounds. Which more than likely, if you had the car on with the AC on, uh, the sound would sound so bad that you'd probably feel so embarrassed to even put it out. You it. might not even put it out. Yep. Be like, oh, this doesn't sound good. So I had I had that and uh, Adam Trent, a magician. It was the same way. He never knew it. I was in the valley. Yeah. San Fernando Valley. Oh, so, just so hot there. It was cooking. Damn. Yeah. Hey, man, that's the grind, man. And that's yeah. uh, that's uh, something that a lot of people don't really realize. Like now you're over 200 episodes in. Yeah. You've had some really big names. Yeah. Um, you're not doing it on your phone anymore. No. Yeah. yeah. But a nice road like you. Yeah. And uh it's uh dope, man. Like this the the struggle, the persistence yeah. to ah, I'm gonna make this happen. We'll keep it going. I'm not going to like pass up this opportunity and you delivered. 
So like, nah, man, it, it's uh, it's the price of, of the grind. Sometimes is that sometimes you have to be a little uncomfortable. Two guests that that kind of got me kicked over is Adam Trent, who's a, a magician. Mm-hmm. I'm watching Netflix, and he had a show called Road Trick, and so he would travel throughout Europe and doing magic tricks to try and get into different things. Oh wow! So, so like the Monaco Grand Prix. So he went up to a guy that owned a yacht and said, "Hey." Can I watch the, the Grand Prix from your yacht if I can show you a magic trick that you can't, that'll blow your mind? He goes, sure. And he did the magic. He goes, done. You're in. Next day, he watched the Monaco Grand Prix on a yacht. Wow. So we're, my wife and I are watching the show. And it was like, a, I think it was 10 episodes. And I'm like, you know, he's business traveling. I find him on Instagram. I reached out to him. He was reluctant at first, you know, because I think I'd done 10, 10 or 12 episodes or something. Oh, so you're in the early stages. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Kind of did me a favor, which he did, you know. Yeah. And we did the show, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, I could do that? Yeah, you could just reach out to people you don't know? And then uh, Smush Parker, who played for the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq and mm-hmm. all that, played on nine different NBA teams, liked one of my posts on Instagram. And I'm like, that's Smush Parker. So I reached out, I DM him, I go, is this really Smush Parker? He goes, yeah, that's me. I go, do you ever be a guest on my show? He goes, yeah, yeah, you give me a few weeks. You know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, like, I think he was guest number 13, 13 or 14. Wow. Man, so you got some, some big guests. So, all of a sudden, I'm like, well, if I can get Smush, and if I can watch a TV show and get this guy on my show, who else? All of a sudden, it you kind of opens your, your yeah. mind up where you go, oh, maybe I could do this. How much time are you putting into building your podcast while you're doing your other job and you have your family? At the beginning, it was, I, I, dude, I was trying to figure out how to edit audio. I mean, I was like, literally, the first episode I've never listened back to because I, I, I didn't have the ability to edit audio. So I, I never went back. I'm, now I won't go. I'm just, <laughs> but um, yeah, I spent, and then it was like, oh, well, I got to, I, I need links. And then I didn't have a website for, God, 80 plus episodes. Oh, wow. And all of a sudden, some, some one of my friends is like, "How oh, you should, you know, how do I find X Y Z guests?" And I'm like, "Well, you'd have to go on Apple Podcasts. You'd have to go through all 80 episodes." I'm like, and they're like, "You should have a website." And that's yeah. when I got my daughter and said, "Hey, yeah. do you remember anything about what you learned in high school?" Yeah, yeah. So, so okay, you. But so, how much time though? I, like, how much time are you putting in on a weekly basis? Well, it's a lot better now because um, I know how to keep close to to mics now. <laughs> um, Probably per episode, in in the in the early stages. Oh, in the early stages, like hours. Okay, so you, so hours. Did uh, did your wife or anybody be like, "Hey, you're spending too much time on this thing"? Yes. <laughs> Tell well, me more you. about that. <laughs> um, a lot of discussions. I, you know, like I said, if if I if I wanted to become if I wanted to go fishing, I, I'd leave for the weekend. You know, leave on a Friday night, go fishing out in the ocean for two days, and then come back. Yeah. Well, I'm gone for 48 hours. Yeah. So if I spend five hours on my podcast sitting in the house where I can still talk to you, that's a lot better. So <laughs> yeah. a little sales pitch. Yeah. You know, but it, it, but it makes true. sense too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it, she she's never thought I'd be doing this four and a half years later, 200 plus episodes, talking to Emmett Smith and all these people. Yeah. Never, ever. Wow. So, you know, you start something all of a sudden you're like, oh. Yeah. 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 And so um, now... Now she's all like, no, she still reminds me. <laughs> so there, there are times when I go, 
And that's why, like, today, the episode um, that I dropped today, it was mm-hmm. a Tuesday, on a Tuesday instead of a Monday. Which because, is out now, by the way, because this it comes out days later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which is, who, who's the guest on the... Julia Langley. Okay. Who, uh, sang professionally for Cirque du Soleil. Wow. And traveled the world as a singer for the, the traveling circus. Yeah. I've always wanted to go see that in person. I haven't yet. And, and she's she, not the one at the, and she worked at the MGM, at the ones in Vegas and all that, mm-hmm. but she was literally the traveling The circus. ones that go around the yeah. tour. Yeah. And she reached out to me and asked me if I she could be on the show. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. So you got people reaching out to you now too. Yeah. That's that's the weird part. And I, I, I literally was talking to my wife about that this morning. That's amazing. Because all of a sudden I'm like, ah, but I have, I have four in the can already. If I do that, I won't come out to this, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah, interesting. yeah. Before okay, I was okay. begging, now I'm like, <laughs> okay. So actually, let's go back to the earlier days. Then. Yeah, yeah. Figuring out how to do promotion, promotion. Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, it's on, it's, on it's more than just recording. And, you have to yeah. do the promo. You got to do the whatever type of uh, advertisement assets that you need for socials. Yep. You gotta um, edit. You gotta upload, and then you gotta make sure you get those links out to the right places. Different formats. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So when did you kind of start noticing that you started gaining some traction? When did you start noticing like, oh man, like plays are kind of going up? In in the beginning, wow. I, I never expected, and I'm still not even not even in the ballpark of Joe Rogan download numbers, right? Yeah. But it blows my mind that 20 people in the world would listen to my show. Like, yeah. I'm just an idiot sitting in my house yeah. talking to great people. You know what I mean? So it's like, so if I get 50 downloads, I'm I'm stoked. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. when you start getting into podcasting, the average podcast gets 141 downloads. Wow. That's it. Yeah. So, you know, but if you're happy with 100 people listening to your voice anywhere around the world, then you're, yeah, yeah. Then you're good. Yeah, especially like... A creative outlet just yeah. to do period so then when people are enjoying it that's even more gratifying even if the numbers are not huge numbers right because it's still like man i would i like doing this regardless and then the fact that people do like it like that's awesome when i pass away knock on wood uh, they're they're gonna go oh oh pete he's a great guy okay let's get another guy in right uh, it's just another day right and a week later, they're like, who's that sales rep we used to have? Oh, yeah, that Pico. What happened to him? Oh, you passed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too bad. Anyways, hey, I'd like to get three pairs of jeans. I need five. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, an, I'm just another rep. Yeah. So you kind of, I'm in my 50s, so you, I sit there and go, what am I leaving behind? Mm-hmm. You know, how, what kind of impact am I having on people? Right. And the idea that my show's been listened to in 150 plus countries now is mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. It's not me. It's the guest, right? I mean, I've well, had I mean, such a wide spectrum yeah, of guests. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that definitely brings people in, but it's there's also, too, the consistency that you've had, which yeah. requires work. Um, you being able to actually converse with people, which not everyone can do. Uh, so it's a combination of things, and you definitely you should pat yourself on the back and take the credit that you have, that you deserve for everything you've done with it. So, yeah, like, big names will always bring in numbers, yeah. but it's like there are a lot of people that have big names that get interviewed by people who don't know how to interview and people don't like that podcast or that show. So, yeah. nah, whatever you're doing, man, it's like you're doing a great job and uh, that's a beautiful sentiment. Like that idea, um, I, I love that. Same here. Yeah, I know. Of uh, I love the doubt, man. Uh, I mean, when I saw you. that, I was like, dude, that's pretty that's pretty dope. Appreciate it. I'll get you a shirt before you leave. Damn right. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> it's like I want, like my goal is to leave 
motivation, inspiration to people yeah. and give as much as I can. And when I'm gone, like that could exist beyond me and still leave and uh, a positive impact on many people. And that, that's my, my goal is to do it to as many people as I can. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm super grateful when I get like, you know, one person in uh, New Zealand that's like reaches out yeah. and so I'm like, whoa, like New yeah. Zealand, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, man, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. And uh, your perspective on it, I think is, is very sincere and genuine. And I yeah. think that's what kind of not only will have a lasting impact where you know, years later, people will still come across your episodes. I know. And still I listen know. and be like, yo, this was a great combo." Like, last. I had a guest that was in my first 50 or 40 episodes, Darcy, uh, who is a, um, employment coach. So she was a college ath athlete and she started working for a company that, uh, recruit, uh, that would help other college athletes get jobs once they graduated. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of college athletes, don't have time to do internships or, or work jobs while they're in college because they're athletes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she would kind of bridge the help them bridge the gap. Oh, so right? it was it's very cool. And she was yeah. a, a, a soccer player in college. Like two and a half years later, three years later, she she sends me a DM. She goes, "I just got a client because they listened to our episode." And I'm like, "That was like three years ago." Wow. And she goes, "Thank you so much for again for." That's beautiful. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I'm doing it's good. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's incredible, man. That's so pretty sick. You start popping off, getting some numbers, start getting bigger guests, and then now you have like this confidence to just be able to go and reach out to people. Yeah. Now yeah. Did most, you, say, most say no. That's what I was about to ask. Most say no. Or how often did Ooh. people say no or just leave you on red or leave you not even respond? Most don't respond. Mm hmm I, I mean ninety percent. Don't even respond. Uh, I've had a few that say no, which I, I respect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they don't waste kinda, your time. It's kind of weird though. It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, what do you mean no? You know. Um, I've had some say no and then do the show. Yeah. Later. Give me an example of how that went. They said no and then you, did you persist or like how did it come up that they came on Depends the show? Depends on after? the person. Um, her name was Tawny Katane. Okay. Uh, model, actress. In late in the late eighties, early nineties, maybe she was a video vixen. Okay. So her husband was the lead singer of White Snake, and oh, wow. she was the video the, the hot chick in the videos. Yeah, and um, I reached out to her, and she's like, "No, you know." And she re replied back saying, "No, you know, not right now. I'm, I'm doing a lot of show podcasts, and I don't want, I don't want too much exposure and all that." Said, that's cool. I go, "I hope you don't mind. I'm going to keep following you on Instagram." She goes, no, "That's great." And so I'm following her on Instagram. All of a sudden, she starts following me back, I'm like. You know, so she has a couple hundred thousand followers and she, she follows me back. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. She says no to the show, but follows me. Four or five months of uh, us kind of going back and forth and I'm not asking her anymore. I'm like, you know. Yeah, just being yeah. social media friends. Yeah. And uh, finally she said, hey, I'll do your show. I'm like, cool. And uh, she goes, is there any way we can do video? I like, I like being able to see who I talk to. So at like, this point, Audio only. You had all your episodes, and Except how many? For one, yeah. Okay, and how many episodes had you done? Over a hundred. Over a hundred, all audio only. Yeah. So she requests video, yeah. and you are not doing at the time. Oh uh, yeah, so I'm scrambling. Yeah. I'm like, I, now I'm got cameras, lights. I'm like, oh, I, you know, I got to do my hair. I can't be in my underwear anymore. <laughs> um, I can't put the can't tape put on the my tape. face. <laughs> you know, so uh, we end up uh, good and bad, right? So we end up doing the show. Uh, and, and she sends me a message. Saying, no, no, no. Explain your aspect on what you did here with video. Video, you being on video, her on like 
Zoom or something? Yeah, like, yeah oh, okay. just Zoom. So not in person? Correct. Okay. I've only done one in person. Oh, okay. This, and this is number two. Hey. hey. <laughs> um, yeah, so all, all Zoom, you know, I use Zoom. There's, yeah. Uh, checking out Riverside and some of the other things, but Zoom right now. Um, so she's the first one. She tells you, let's do video. You figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm figuring out lighting. I'm figuring all this, right? We do the show. She goes, I'll give you 30 to 40 minutes. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. We end up talking for an hour and 20. Sick. Because she just kept talking. Yeah. Once, yeah. once people feel comfortable, especially again, yeah. giving, going back to you, like being able to converse with someone, once you can actually hold a conversation, people want to keep talking to you. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, so we, we do the show. This is going to take a weird turn for you. Okay. So we do the show. She sends me, because uh, now I've got her phone number. She's got mine. And she sends me a message uh, on my phone and says, hey, that was a great interview. Thank you so much. Let me know when it comes out. I'll make sure to put it out on my social. I'm like, stoked. Great. I go, hey, here's the picture. You know, a couple days later, I send her the picture I'm going to use for the episode, get her approval. She goes, that looks great. Thank you so much. Can't wait. Da, da, da. Eight days later, she dies. What? So before I released the episode, she passed away. She had a heart attack. Oh, wow. So she passed away on Friday or Thursday night or Friday morning. And my show was with her was going to come out on Monday. Monday. And I'm just like... I, I couldn't even watch the episode. Yeah. And so I li- literally sent it to a friend say, hey, can you edit this? Can you clean it up and do it? Because I was just like, holy, you know I mean? Because you started to clean it up a little yourself and you, you it was, yeah, yeah it was yeah. like, it just happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, and this was less, less than two weeks. I think it was 15 days from the day I recorded to the day she passed away. Wow. And it was just, it was mind blowing. It's like, yeah. Like I always knew at some point one of my guests would probably pass away and I'd have a video or audio record of them would go on. Right. I didn't know it would be her. I didn't know it would be before I even released, released the episode. Yeah, that's got to be a little trippy. Yeah. So, Man. yeah, I released the episode. And, and you still released it on the Monday? Yeah. Wow. And uh, got a lot of a lot of, a lot of, of hits. Yeah. That's probably her last interview. Wow, that's crazy. And then it also gave me an insight to uh, trolls. Mm. I mean, people were just nasty. Because you released it? No, no, not towards me, towards her. Wow, really? After she passed? Dude, crazy. That sucks. The, the comments, go, if you go on the YouTube, uh, we're, are, are, I'm glad she's worm food now. What? I can't believe she finally passed away. She deserved you know, Just Damn. nasty stuff. Yeah, some humans are just pieces of shit. Yeah, and you're like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. she, she just died. Right. Like, her kids, what are you talking yeah, that, about? Damn. Did yeah, you ever meet her? No? Okay. Now, had you ever got any hate comments before or any, any type of... Only one. For, I, I interviewed a guy that works on an oil rig in the Gulf of Mexico. Mm. So he, he would literally have to drive a seven-hour drive from his house to Louisiana, get on a helicopter, helicopter over to the oil rig out in the middle of the Gulf, and he'd work for 30 days. And then he'd be off for two weeks, so he'd fly back. So business travel, Damn. right? Yeah, that's intense. I had a guy comment that I don't know, wasn't a fan, didn't follow me, didn't follow the guest, say, how dare you put somebody that's killing the, the ocean uh, you know, with fossil fuels and, and how dare you put them on, the, on a show like this and, and, and give them uh, press and this and that. And I'm like, like <laughs> delete. What are you talking about? Delete. <sighs> so that's when I started doing video 
So that's when I started doing video. Yeah. Wow. So shout out to her. Yeah, yeah. Crazy story. Yeah. She helped put you, she, she gave you that push to take it to the next level. And she, and she was one of the ones like 30 years ago that I was watching her on TV and now I'm talking to her like yeah. face to face and she's sending me messages. It's yeah. kind of weird. It's like, it's kind of a trip. Yeah. It's pretty awesome when you yeah. get to like, when you're doing something that people that you either looked up to or yeah. had some type of, you know, admiration for and they're like giving you, you know, time and attention and yeah that, that's really dope that's really dope so you start doing video now yeah did every episode after that now become standard video most i've had a couple guests specifically request to not do video mm. all women interesting because it ends up being hair makeup yeah it's lighting they, they gotta yeah. it's a whole process it is yeah, most dudes don't care as much. They're like, come up with yeah, a hoodie yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah but yeah. yeah. Especially if you're a girl who has uh, been known to be on camera, to have... I interviewed you know, Dita Von Tees, who's a, a burlesque dancer, probably, if not the most famous burlesque dancer in the world. Mm -hmm. She's been famous for 30 years. She was married to Marilyn Manson and... Oh, wow. And literally, tra literally travels around the world. It took me 18 months to get her on the show. Wow, Why? Because uh, she did, she wasn't doing press during COVID. Because mm. she wasn't, she would do press. She goes, "I'll do your show as soon as I have something to talk about." But I can't talk about anything because I don't know what's going on with COVID. Oh, okay. So I'm like, no problem. You know, six months later, hey, just checking in, making, yeah, almost got something set up, maybe not. You know, three months later, yeah. Anyways, so we finally get to it. And she goes, "Hey, I, I'd like it to be audio only. I don't want to do." And she's beautiful, but. She's also known for her looks and yeah, yeah. You know, if you don't want to do your hair and makeup for a goofy podcast, then that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes too, they don't know how good the quality of the video that they. You want to know how that how well that worked out for me? How well? Because this was last December, twenty twenty one. Yes, I came back from the rodeo, working the rodeo, with COVID. So I am sick. I'm four days into bad COVID. Damn. Bad, like sweating. Yeah. Coughing. I'm isolated. In no position to be doing a show. On video. So I, oh. I already have my, my set. I've been waiting 18 months. And Dita said, we can do it on the Tuesday or when, Tuesday after I come back. So my wife leaves the house. I put all my gear into my bed because I'm quarantined in my bedroom. <laughs> and so we, we, we set up the show. We do the show. It's, and it was her request to do audio only. Right. I wouldn't have done I wouldn't have been able to do it if it was... Video, because I wow. I was not looking. That worked good. out. So we do the show. I'm hitting the mute button when I'm you have coughing. to cough. <laughs> so she's talking. I'm on mute because I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. And I come back. Oh, so uh, when you travel, you, know, <laughs> you never know it. Nice. I, t I told her after after we recorded. Yeah. After I hit the the stop button. That's funny. Yeah. So it worked out. Yeah, man. Smart move. Smart move. Got it done. I wasn't going to reschedule that one. Yeah. Hell not. Especially yeah. 18 months. It turned into another 18 months. Yeah. Or, 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 or never. Never. Yeah. yeah. What was one of the guests that you've had that was maybe hard to get that you were, besides her, that you were like super ecstatic that you actually got? Yeah. I, uh, Lulu Gelichikani who is the lead singer, or one of the singers, sorry, of Thievery Corporation. Mm -hmm. um, we had to reschedule three times. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, she had to go get a COVID test to right. go on tour. Mm -hmm. um, then her manager called one day and she couldn't do it. And she had to go for a sound check the other day and then her bus tour. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I always tell people, I go, the good part of, I get to, I love interviewing business travelers. The bad part is, 
They travel, They're busy. They travel a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I'm usually trying to catch them in between. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. Have you lost interest at all in podcasting whatsoever, or has it gotten like more exciting now that the numbers and the guests are getting bigger, or at least um, uh, remaining constant at a at a high level? Yeah. I, the thing, and my wife reminds me of this. She, the thing she loves about my show, and the reason she's kind of so excited about, it, is I don't just try to interview X, you know, X level of people. Mm. You know, it's I, the people I, that interest you. Yeah, it's whoever I'm interested in, and and if, if it's weird that people are reaching out to me now. Yeah, because she's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that one. Why? Just a, a vibe, you know, that that she gets, and she's like, ah. Because a lot, of, there are a lot of guests that you can get because that's what they do. Yeah. If they're authors and they're promoting a book, it has nothing to do with business travel, but they just want more free press. Right. Right. So I, I get a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I've had real estate people, hey, I'd like to be on your show. I'm like, you don't travel for work. Mm. And like, oh, so, you, so like you're saying like just like just people that might not even fit the vibe of the show. Right. Wanting to be on. I yeah. gotcha. Because they're just looking for, for free press. Right. And I right. get it. I mean, yeah. But so, yeah. I yeah, just, but it's got to make sense for you too. And and what you're exactly. trying to do. Like, yeah, you can't say yes to everybody. Beginning of 2021, I did a, a women's only month that turned into two and a half months. Oh, wow. Because all of a sudden it was like, because I would do And sit, did you put that out there that yeah, it was yeah, that? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, because all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I'm going to have a women's only month and I'd love to have you as a guest on the show. And they're like, and all of a sudden instead of just getting four women to say yes for, for, for four weeks, ten. Yeah, I got 10. Yeah. Like in a row. And they're like, yeah, I'll do the show. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, I'll do the show. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, oh. I go, well, it's two months. Now it's two and a half months. Yeah. You know? But then I don't want it to be a women's only show. Right. So I got to go back, you know. Yeah. What do you do when you have a guest that's like not as conversational as you'd like and you have to really carry? I've had two. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how do you, do you cut it short? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, how short were those episodes? Um, like 20, 25 minutes. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty short for a podcast. Yeah. I had one guy, if, if, if he said pre-show what he said to me now i would i'd say well let's not do it yeah i would have had more more fortitude to say yeah the same for you yeah there there are times where like you think that people are going to be a lot more conversational and then just for some whatever reason when it's when it's recording they kind of either close up or i don't know it, it's it's interesting yeah i had one guy who, who you could tell he he you know he, he's a musician and he he had done a lot of interviews in his lifetime. Yeah. And this was just another one. Yeah. He was driving his car. So, like, the, the, uh, the audio yeah. was terrible. I mean, just bad. Windows were rolled down. I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the other guy uh, said to me, right before we go, start recording, like, you know how you said you like talking to people a little bit before the show? Yeah. He goes, he goes hey, I, don't get, I don't get your show. He goes, I don't get why people would want to talk about travel for work. <laughs> okay. I'm like, well, you said yes to the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, funny that, what were uh, some of the ones that were like the most oh man like, like what a great combo and like you know some, so there's times you have like this like like this very big natural high of like man I can't believe that went that was so engaging not just yeah. good conversation that you had for the show but like one that was like man like I was so invested in this combo the business people that have no fame no social mm-hmm. numbers I tend to talk to them really well yeah. Because it, we start talking about business, like, yeah, and, and things are more relatable to to what yeah. you guys both share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Steve Stevens, the guitarist for Billy Idol, mm-hmm. who I looked up. I mean, I've been listening to his music for forty years. And, yeah, and 
super, super friendly right from the get go. You know, talk about whatever you want. Just you, I mean, just awesome. Yeah. Uh, Maxi Priest, who's the reggae three time Grammy nominated reggae singer I've been listening to since 1988. Yeah. We get on, we were doing video, and he's in Jamaica. Super cool vibe and just laid back. He gives, gives me his personal phone number at the end of the show. Yeah. So we can, talk, you know, I'm just like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. How does it feel now after all these episodes, all the connections you made, like now building some type of relationship, whether it's friendship or whether it's more acquaintanceship, but yeah. like just being closer with people that I would say like maybe like entertainment idols or entertainment heroes. Like, yeah. Like how does that feel? Trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, this last weekend, we went to watch Billy Idol in Vegas. Yeah. And Steve got me a little VIP pass. So we got to meet him backstage and Billy and all that. That's amazing. It's a trip. That's yeah. amazing. But, you know, shout out to Steve Stevens because he actually, so my daughter and I had to, I, I use different theme songs. I don't know if you have a different, do you have an intro track? I do not. I don't have any music. No. So I didn't either for a long time. And, and a lot for the of the podcast, sh- by the way, I have a bunch of music. Yeah, yeah. He, trust <laughs> me. He's got a lot of music. Um, but I didn't have any, and I was using different different songs yeah and from friends and that and i asked steve i, I sent him a dm and i said hey is it how important do you think it would be to to keep the the song the intro song consistent he goes probably pretty you know i would think it'd be pretty big for podcasts and i go yeah my daughter and i worked on a track and uh and we did we like we literally she sat on my couch and she had her you know garage band or whatever she was set up yeah. with and we did it and i said i like that I, I want it to start off slow and he goes well send it to me and this is during covid so we had time and uh, so I, I figured out how to send it to him, and I had to break up all the um, stems, the individual sounds. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I sent him as, as I sent him the uh, full, the full final song. Yeah, and but then like, you have to send in, in music when you send, uh, especially when you're working with other artists or producers, is you send stems, which are the individ- like the kicks, the snares, the yeah, hi hats, yeah. the the vocals. My daughter separately. knew what he was talking about. Yeah. So I'm, and, and so this is a Friday night, right? So I'm like, here we are, <laughs> you know. Because of COVID, we were, yeah. it was in the middle of COVID. And so, like, I got Steve Stevens, my daughter. So she sends me the, the stems. I never knew that term before. And then I'd send it to him. And he goes, okay, let me play with it, and I'll, I'll see what I can do. I go, wow. Right? And this was just all, like, didn't say, hey, man, you got to pay me this. And, like, hey, no, let me no, just help no. you. Yeah. It was wow. just like, he goes, well, let me check it. I mean, it's a 40-second track. Yeah, but still, for yeah. someone at that caliber to give you their time, dude, it's dude, like. It's freaked, right? So. I sent it to him on Friday night. Saturday morning, I wake up and he goes, "Hey, here's what I came up with." And I'm listening. I'm like, and he did the guitar part. He added a, an acoustic guitar track, and he did some other things that my daughter's like, "Oh, he did, he did that and that." Yeah. And I didn't hear it. And I'm like, "Thanks, man. This is awesome." He goes, "Oh, it's not the finished track." I go, "No, no, no. Don't spend any. I don't want you to spend another minute on it. We're good." Like I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. All right. And so my daughter, who's because of her background with releases, and she goes. Did he say you could use that? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm assuming he did. You might want to find out that you can use it because, you know, he, he yeah. wrote it, right? So I sent him a message. And I'm like, hey, can I use this? <laughs> and I go, so I sent her mess, back a message. He said, he said I could use it. Did he say you could put his name on it? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Hey, Steve, can I use your name? He goes, yeah, yeah, whatever you want, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, he said I could use it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I have Steve, a Grammy Award winning Steve Stevens. Wow. Guitar track. Theme song. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible, bro. So that, when you get something like that, for me, I was just like, it kind of helped me go, oh, I got to step up my game. You know? <laughs> yeah. I got to keep doing this. Yeah. This is- Man, that's, 
That has got to be probably one of the most epic things ever. It's crazy. Yeah. And I just saw him, uh, shoot, Friday night. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, that's great. Did he perform your uh, theme song? No. no, no. <laughs> Rebel Yell. <laughs> Flash for Fantasy Hypes without a face. Blue Highway. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's so And he interviewed his wife, too. His wife, his wife was awesome. Yeah? That's, yeah? that's amazing. Who are some dream guests that you want to get on your show? My my ultimate get would be Smokey Robinson. Hmm. I want, I'd love to talk to him or, or Gordy Berry um, about what it was like to travel in the 50s and 60s mainly. Yeah. As, as an African-American, especially in the South. Yeah. Where, you know, you could perform in, the, in, in, in this place, but you couldn't get a hotel room. Yeah. Like, so that, that would be for business travel. Yeah. To see the, the, the scope over the decades right. of how it's changed. Yeah, that's fascinating. Damn. That would be that Smokey Robinson would be my ultimate get. I had a couple others. Um, one just passed away, Livy Newton John. Oh, um, beautiful. She passed away, and I met her. But uh, did not, you ask not, her? No, no. This oh. before I met her before the before I even had the show. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, uh, Neil Diamond, I wanted to mm-hmm. interview because he was my dad's favorite. So but uh, he's not doing well with Alzheimer's or mm-hmm. dementia, so he's not doing anything. Sure, I've reached out to all the big names you can imagine. Yeah. And 99% of them say no or don't even reply. I mean, I'm just going into their spam. Right. Right. But now I'm getting people like I never thought I would talk to Emmett Smith. Yeah. The the greatest running, well, arguably. Yeah. The, but he's the leading rush, rusher in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Still to this day. Yeah. I never thought I'd get him. How did I get him? Because he's opening up a restaurant in Vegas. And so the PR firm that's doing the PR for the restaurant called Emmett's, it's opening up next month. It was supposed to open last month. That's why the episode hasn't released yet because they're waiting oh, okay, to get, okay. to get the, the, the restaurant opened up, right? So the PR that's doing the PR for, for the restaurant is like, hey, Emmett, you have to do some PR for the restaurant. And that's how I got in. And you know the PR guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I told you about on the on the boat. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the, the nuggets of advice you said. Yeah. You said, uh, if you want to try to get some bigger guests, reach out to the publicists. Right. Not their agents. Yeah, not the agents. Because yeah. the agents are... They get 10% of whatever they earn. Mm-hmm. So they don't, want you to do, they don't care about free shit, right. like, which are podcasts and interviews, right? Yeah. But yeah, you said, reach out to the publicists. They're the ones, if you build relationships with, they'll hook you up. Well, and, and because they get paid... A st- basically a stipend. Yeah. They get paid a, a monthly fee. Right. Whether they do 20 interviews or 10 yeah. interviews. So their job is to get more press for their, their clients. Right. To yeah, show they're that they're... incentivized per gig. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. And that's how I got Wee Man, Jason Acuna from Jackass. Sick. You know? It's a numbers me? game. Yeah. It's really like, yeah. and that's like touching back on you saying that you sent so many DMs, so many messages, yeah. and many people didn't write back. It's... uh yeah, you can't let that break you. You have to just let that be what it is. Like, okay, look, maybe now's not the time or maybe I, I, they don't see the value yet. So let me just keep grinding and right. my value goes up and eventually they might be the ones calling or at bare minimum, it might be an easier way to make it happen. And and for me, I want to share people's story. Yeah. That's my get. Yeah. So if, if I can talk to a singer who's struggling, who who might not, who might be thinking about quitting because singing music is tough. Yeah. Right now it's really tough. Yeah. Because if you're not touring, you're not making money. Facts. You know, Spotify does not pay. Oh no, it's 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 less than a penny per play. Like you know, you know how much like, it is? 
It's like zero 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 one. It's point zero zero three three. Oh, three three. Okay. It's a third of a penny. Yeah. So if you do a million downloads on Spotify, it's thirty three hundred dollars. Yeah. It's, before taxes. Yeah. It's, that's, that's for a million downloads. That's crazy. So, but that's so crazy. There are a lot of singers that. I know they're struggling. You know, you kind of have that self-doubt. Some actors I've talked to that are like, eh. I talk, one of the best talks I had, Landon Turner, shout out to Landon. He was an NFL player, played uh, offensive tackle. He went to North Carolina, mm-hmm. played for the, the Saints. He got a Drew Brees ball when he, when he broke the record and all that. Then he played for the Seahawks and then Carolina. And right when I talked to him, he was on a practice team and he was not going to make it. And he, he talked to me and he goes, I don't know what I'm going to do. He goes, I've been a football player since high school. I was a team captain at University of North Carolina. So I didn't have a job. I don't have any work experience. Mm-hmm. He goes, and then I go to the NFL. You know, you don't have jobs when you're in the NFL. That's your job. Yeah. But now I'm going out. I'm 27. I'm applying for jobs. I have no work experience. experience none. Yeah. He goes, the only thing I could apply for with work experience is a coach. And I don't want to coach. Yeah. You know, so all the all my friends that were jealous of me for, because I made the NFL, yeah, because I'm an NFL player, I'm now jealous of them because they have four or five years of work experience ahead of me, mm-hmm. and they're going to get that job I want because they didn't play. Because he's starting from scratch. Because they didn't play football. Yeah. He goes. So I was the big shot on campus for the four years, but now I wish I was them. Yeah. And he actually he he sent me a message about two weeks later saying his parents listened to the episode and they, they wanted to say thank you to me because wow. they didn't know he was going through that. That's crazy. You know, you think, oh, I mean, he's huge. He's 6'5", 3'10". Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know. Yeah. So Talk about, you never know just having a talk. Like, I'm sitting there going, I got an NFL player. Woohoo! You know? And then you get into the story. I had a lady that talked about being anorexic on the show. Wow. You know, and, and what, what it went through. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Kanye yeah. Sasser. I mean... Talk yeah. to her. It's like yeah, her story's crazy. You think you had a rough upbringing? Yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah, that's one of the things that I love about podcasting and being yeah. able to talk to people. It's like it's sharing stories because I feel like a lot of times we get so absorbed with just like what is our normal from day to day that like when certain bad things happen or things don't work out, it's like oh man, like this is so ba- terrible. Yeah, but it's like man, when you when you end up talking to enough people, you're like oh damn, like this is. This is a walk in the park. Yeah. Like, no, I'm I'm lucky in this temporary bad situation. Yeah. Um. So that's one thing that that's like it always humbles me being able to talk to all the people that I talk to. And then on top of that, it's like, man, some people just need to hear that. Some people need to hear more than what they're used to. Yeah. And uh, it's beautiful. Well, that's what you're doing with the doubt me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like, I love talking. I love being interviewed. I love being on shows like that with the hyphenated stuff or whatever. But, like, the Doubt Me podcast for me is, like, yeah, I'm, I engage in a conversation and, like, talk about my perspectives or things here and there yeah. as well. But it's, like, I want to hear the story of the people who are doing things and what the struggle was. Like, that's what excites me. It's, like, I want to hear, like, not only, like, the fun stuff and the crazy stories or whatever, but, like, when there's some inspiration or motivation that people can get from an episode, I'm, like, oh, that's sick. Like, hopefully this helps someone else, yeah. you know? I'll, I'll give you one thing I, I was just thinking about because you said that. I've had several friends that I knew before podcasting that have said no to being a guest on my show. Mm-hmm. And it kind of blows me. I mean, I've had high school friends that I've known since, I mean, and I'm old, so, I mean... And they said no, because, and so I could have been like, oh my God, yeah. 
I, I'm like, I'm talking to Emmett Smith. I'm talking to Wee Man. I'm talking to Kurt Angle, Mickey J. You know, yeah, Maxi Priest. I can get them on the show, but I can't get you. Yeah, you know, but they don't. But Maxi only knows me as a podcaster. Mm. You know, he knows me as a, a stupid idiot in high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, at first, I it kind of bummed me out. Yeah, because I, I, when I made my list, I'd say three quarters of them said no. Of, and these are the, people you knew. Knew, yeah. yeah. I mean, guys I'd gone to jiu-jitsu tournaments with. Wow. People that I had supported in their endeavors. Yeah. Literally. Like, I, I, I had a friend who's a drummer in a band, and I went to multiple shows of their band. Yeah. Bought their CDs. Bought Showed their shirt. support. Yeah. Because that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, would you be on my guest? Be a guest on my podcast? Yeah, man, I can't do that right now. I'm not, I, I've, been, I've done too many podcasts lately. I'm like... Did wow. those, those podcasts go to your shows? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like, but, you know, what? I'm not going to quit because of that. Right. Like, all right. So kind of the doubt me thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. all right. You kind of doubt me. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I get it. I'll show you. I'll show you. And then and then maybe when you want to be on the show, I'll, I'll consider it. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so I would tell people, could you think, oh, I got this set up, and I literally did. I literally had that list, and most of them said no. Yeah. I'm like, why would you say no? I just want to talk to you for half an hour on the phone. Like, yeah. It's not even a big ask. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not asking you to drive to a studio or anything. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I appreciate you coming this is out dope, here. man. <laughs> thank you. Thank but you. I would tell people it's going to change. Yeah. You know, as you get started, some of the people that you expect to help you, they'll let you down. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get DMs from people. Like, like I had Gabby Reese on my show. Mm-hmm. World-class model, volleyball player, married to Laird Hamilton, one of the best big wave surfers in the world. Wow. So I sent her a DM on Instagram. I'm not, you know, she doesn't follow me, so I yeah. know it's going into her spam folder. Yeah. I said, hey, Pete, da, 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 sent me my little thing. Sends me an audio message back. Hey, I'd love to do your same day. Hey, I'd love to do the show. Sounds great. I'll have my assistant get in touch with you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Okay, we do the show a week later. She's a woman of her word, or maybe two weeks later. Did the show. She was great. Wow. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it's just timing, man. I mean, yeah. Maxi Priest was timing. Uh, he was up for a Grammy. So his manager, he goes, hey, maybe I can do the show, you know, because he knew his manager was saying, hey, do get some press for, yeah. for Grammy noms and all that. And the manager's like, yeah, he can do the show. He's in he's in Jamaica right now, but um, we'll we'll get it set up. So, but if he wasn't doing press for his Grammy nomination, maybe Probably he wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I didn't know he's up for the Grammy and all yeah. that. Yeah, make sure you guys check out the Travel Wins podcast. Your list of guests is huge. Again, over over two hundred episodes, but it's fascinating, man. You've had so many different people from all yeah. walks of life, different industries, different um talents and skill sets, and uh, it's fascinating, man. The show now is still on video, yeah. mostly still doing on mostly, Zoom. Yeah. And uh, what's what's next for the travel wins? Is it just continue getting newer I'm, guests? I want to do more in persons. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's def it's everyone bit travels for my work, right? So yeah. I mean, they're always out and about, right? So it's it's very difficult to to set up in persons. Yeah. But I would like to do more in persons. Travel Wins, let everyone know where they can find you on all the platforms. TheTravelWins.com is the website. That's got all my episodes. You can listen to everything. Um, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, iHeart, 
Yeah. Check out Dash Radio. I'm trying to get more more plays on Dash Radio. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All the travel wins there yeah. as well. Yeah. This was a great convo, man. I yeah, appreciate, appreciate it, it man. Uh, great insight. Great stories, and uh, I'll have you again uh, in the near future where we talk more about uh, other stories and stuff like that. Uh, now we got to know the journey. Yeah. Now we can get into stories, uh, and hopefully, I'll be wearing by my then, doubt me T-shirt next time. Hey, there it is. Yep, I'm hooking you up right now. Um, and then hopefully, we get to hear that the person you've been chasing for two years, you end up getting that. So yeah. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming through, man. Thank you guys for watching. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.